Can I say we'll give it up? Jay Allen. Hello. Matthew Hi, Thornton. Hi. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. We're here to discuss Tom Petty's album, Wildflowers, uh, because we love that record, but also because we'll be performing that record at Santan Gardens on Friday, May 13th. Uh, tickets are available at santanbrewing.com forward slash events. Go check that out. I wanted to share. Get the VIP. Go VIP. Right? Vip it. Yeah. Um, my, an early memory of Tom Petty of mine was his music video for Don't Come Around Here No More. And it fucking terrified me. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of, to be honest, it kind of turned me off to Tom Petty for a while. I, you know, I was like traumatized as a kid. Um, was that directed by Tim Burton? I, I, I would it imagine. It seems like it was, right? I would imagine so. It was so. trippy. It was very trippy. Um, rabbit hole. Especially what you, for that album, because that album was Southern Accents, and it was like so such a weird song for that album even. Yeah. Just the concept, yeah. What do you, what do you, great song, though. What do you remember from early time? I fell in love with uh, Full Moon Fever, which was like, you know, running down a dream and won't back down. And that whole record where I think we played, you know, we had the cassette. My brother probably had the cassette and then probably, you know, wore it thin. Mm -hmm. So that was constantly on in the house. Um, and then kind of kept up with them, but then really fell in love with, I was in college, I think when wildflowers came out and all the girls loved the title track. Mm hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, it's all right. It's not, I mean, it's no full moon fever. And then the more I n learned about it, the more I loved it. And I think it's his best record. Yeah. Um, and he thought it was his best record too. Mm -hmm. He was haunted by it because he, he knew he would never top it. Mm. Tom Petty, that is. Um, at least that's what he said in his documentary that I saw literally 18 times. times no just it was 18 oh just 18. counting oh it got ridiculous i was like okay i gotta start counting after like 11 and it's 18 that's weird what about you jay <laughs> so uh my older brother um when i was in like elementary school and well the mtv stuff mm -hmm. it's definitely like the first impressions and whatnot but my brother when he went off to college he uh he went and like uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers went and played at, in Tucson mm. at the convention center. And my brother came back and was like, it's the best show I've ever seen in my life. He started just kind of kicking me down cassette tapes. And, uh, but going ahead into to Wildflowers, um, it became pretty much just my driving record. Mm. And there's a, it's one of those like just on a road trip or anything. It's not, there's not one song to skip. Right. You know, there's not like, right. a, uh, here we go. Like it's mm. just, banger after banger and mm -hmm. it's so many memories connected to it mm -hmm. you just leave it in mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's um, the best well, well, definitely probably like driven and like let it roll through mm -hmm. two times fully through and I'd, i've never gotten sick of that record it's mm -hmm. just and like the way that it was recorded with uh like where it just sounds so organic yeah it sounds just real like you're there in the room with them first album with steve ferrone yep on the they, drums. And actually, uh, mm -hmm. You Don't Know How It Feels was his audition. And oh, like, no what shit. What you hear on the track itself was him, like him coming in and being like, all right, this is the tune. Without them playing it for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, just, here's, here's the song, showed him a couple bars, and then he started the song, and that was the take. Wow. Mm -hmm. and no they, fill, no nothing. At the end of the take, 
Tom Petty goes, uh, he looks over to him and he goes, don't worry, you won. <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> well, let's talk about that first track, Wildflowers. I mean, it is such a, it is such a departure, I feel, from the other stuff, right? It's, it's, it's super sparse, it's acoustic guitar driven, really tender, and I love it because you're kind of in and out of it. It, it doesn't sit and, and linger. It's just this really beautiful expression that is super clean and beautiful. Run away, go find a lover. Run away, let your heart be your guide. You deserve deepest of cover. It seems like it's just a guitar piano, but it's it's got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. But it's also, I love the writing of it because it doesn't have a bridge. It mm -hmm. doesn't have a, a traditional chorus or anything. It's right. just sort of right. a, um, I call them like a like a walking song, or it's it just kind of stays at a four. Uh-huh. Right. Doesn't right. It, it doesn't like crescendo with a bunch of horns and yeah. a bunch of craziness. Doesn't it's smash just, you with that chorus or It's whatever. okay to just have a song that just stays at like a three or a four and is really pretty and then it ends. Right. And you don't have to, you know, build it up and break it down and do right. all these, th you know. Yep. And and I think that that's a testament to his, to his writing and to the, the production is that it's not, nothing's going to, nothing bangs you over the head, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, what do you think, Jay? Um, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's that concise little tight package of mm -hmm. a tune. Like, it even ends, and you're kind of like, oh, I want, I, want, mm -hmm. I, want, I want a little more. Mm -hmm. But it's perfect. It's mm -hmm. just got that, and it's it's cool that that ended up being the title track to the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, and it, it it for me, it's it's I have so many memories of that song, and like, there's so many parts of my life that are. Uh, kind of stamped with that song uh -huh. and including like my my two little girls they, yeah. they anytime i play that song they run up on stage and they, they know every word and so it just continues to be like this special special tune that just my kids don't know any of the words to that song <laughs> and they don't sing it that's very disappointing don't you think that um like one of his things is deceptively simple like it's like you at first listen you're like oh that's a simple tune but i think that the mastery is in making something sound i don't even know how to describe it it's like it's not complicated but it is complicated mm -hmm. but as a oh, listen it's easy once you have to learn it that was what was interesting about learning this whole album mm -hmm. is going like something that sounds really simple like to find a friend and you're like yeah it's in four six or four or five time and you're like yeah. what is this what <laughs> the extra bar if you're trying to play it it makes you want to fall down but it sounds really normal right but right. then it's got all these weird 
or the where they'll just hold up a, a chord for two bars and then go back into mm-hmm, the thing mm-hmm. instead like, of going straight back into it. And you're like, it's really well thought out. And I think Rick Rubin had a lot to do with that, just encouraging them to um, go with whatever Tom wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like Jay was saying, the organic nature of the whole thing. Um, yeah, because like time, time to move on has like the it's again. It sounds like such a simple tune, mm-hmm. but it has these little moments like an extra bar or hangs on the D instead mm-hmm. of going to the A or mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember the video for "You Don't Know How It Feels," um, and that's a great. That's another great song that has. He's so good at just capturing these little moments, right? Like, I don't know. I, I you every time you listen. I, I see a I see the the thing that he's describing really mm-hmm. well you know and super simple lyrics, um, and this is one of those tunes too where I was like man he is the biggest stoner on the planet. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that the, the that this song uh, you don't know how it feels was the first I think my f- introduction to the record because mm. it was like the the one on MTV there would be like Dan roll another year because <laughs> they couldn't say joint on MTV. Wow. How the times have changed. Right. <laughs> they couldn't say joint. Yeah. Nurge. <laughs> You're like, man, I kinda wanna roll a nurge. <laughs> I wonder what Another I wonder what that's like to smoke. Let me run with you tonight, I'll take you on a moonlight ride. Someone there I used to see, but she don't give a damn for me. So let me get to the point. Let's roll another joint Turn the radio loud Too long to be proud You don't know how it feels You don't know how it feels Matt, how do you enjoy uh, singing Time to Move On? Uh, well, that's... I like it. it. It It's kind of a haunting thing. Hmm. Um, it's not hard to sing. But I think... For, for me, it's all about his phrasing and mm-hmm. trying not to do an imitation of him, but like his phrasing is so, it's so perfect. And so trying not to mess with that is important. Um, but yeah... It, uh, some of these are tough to sing. Some of them are pretty easy. Mm-hmm. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's just in the, whatever my register is or whatever. Um, but with the band too, that one's so, so it's really fun to play mm-hmm. because just the way that all the instruments lay in, especially the piano and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, after the last song, which is really sparse, I barely play on that song which I, I cover that song, so I play it all the time. But then when you're trying to do it like they do it, or close, I'm like, oh man, I do a couple rakes on the chorus. That's it. <laughs> which, is, which is fine with me, because I right. don't really even think I should play guitar at all. I would rather just sing, but 
Anyway. What about, um, I love playing You Wreck Me. That's, a, I mean, in that. It's a banger. That's a banger. And it's like the first real rock tune on the record, and it just comes and slaps you in the mouth. Um, and I, I love the, again, with the, the, like that very simple imagery, you know, uh, I'll be the boy in the corduroy pants. Man. Like, I don't know, like we've all been there, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> we've all been the guy. Um, and that's such a, that's a, that's a tune. Um, really recognizable chorus everyone can sing it it's like it's just a proper rock song yeah. it was know? a lot of mike campbell mike mm. campbell was that was that was his tune i think like, oh really? and he's the most underrated guitar player of all dude. time i said it i agree he's and he's his his new project the dirty knobs like uh <laughs> is a. Uh, but you it, can't it, say knobs on the podcast. No, okay. Yeah, the dirty, the dirty <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's amazing how in, like, I mean, like they're like the Tom and Mike are like the Dave Grohl and Taylor kind of thing. Like right. They're just so right connected, and that like anything that was just the Tom Petty, even though this was just as Tom Petty's Wildflowers, like Mike was such an integral part of this. And this, yeah. this song was a huge Mike song. He was on all of Tom Petty's solo stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good to be King is, is, is a, is a sleeper. Like at first I think I was like, I don't really get it, but that fucking outro, you know, and the mm. vibe of that outro the strings, it's just, yeah. it's just a masterpiece. It's really patient. Yes. And yeah. Ted Belladin, who's playing with us. Yeah. Slays it. He kills it. Such a great job. man. Yeah. Who else is in the band? Jay Poole uh, on guitar, yep. Roy Cameron Roy on the Cameron. drums, uh, Brendan McBride on bass. Yes, you'll be filling in for our, our beloved friend Ethan Newman, who was part of the original project. Yeah. And uh, as we say, Ted Belladin on keys, and then and then we 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 prance around, uh, <laughs> do some singing and some dancing. Um, <laughs> it's a great band, and it and it and they nail it, man. And and it's good to be king is one of those tunes where. We can stretch a little bit, you know, and uh, and another song that I don't know. I just immediately got it for some reason. It's it's simple. It's really uh, visual for me. Um, I what love. You, what I do love you singing. mean by that? I mean it. It it I it creates images in my mind. That's so cool. You know. I, well, you just see the little vignettes that he that he can do you know and that's i don't i don't see that really that doesn't happen to me really why does that no i feel left out i see it in like color like each song has like a variety of color on this whole record too yeah it's like a what (laughs) damn it next time you listen drop acid (laughs) i've never dropped acid maybe that's my problem here take this i can't i can't smell colors eat eat this And then, only a broken heart. I love that song. Beatles all the way. Yeah, very, yeah. very Beatlesque. Yeah, it does sound like it's got a little bit of the Jeff Lynne. Yes, yes, totally. string stuff. Yeah, but then it's got the organic. They don't. They didn't do anything to a click track on the whole album. Everything was just even if it was Ferroni just tapping on the table, right, to right. keep everybody in time or whatever. Um, they did very little. I think it was all to tape. Mm. Um, yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, interesting. That's how I want to make an album, right? Mm-hmm. Although it With takes Rick Rubin? it takes longer, I think, 
because if somebody messes up a t- like you, t- you do a whole take of the song everybody on the song and if you're going to refuse to overdub then you, you have to just keep playing it over and over yeah, and it's right. like okay well maybe we can just have you know usually it's me but we can just have me patch in and you know punch in and fix the thing but they didn't i don't think they did that hmm. there were very very few overdubs so the story goes is sponsored by gensler amplification a couple years ago i was introduced to their acoustic array pro amplifier and the first thing that i was really impressed with was the balanced sound it has two inputs both with instrument and mic input so as a singer songwriter uh, you can amplify your vocals and your guitar no problem it has uh, some eq has some built-in effects the second thing i noticed about the acoustic array pro was how light it was now as a touring uh, performing musician you're always trying to shave pounds off the load in and this thing I couldn't believe how much volume it could have and, and still be so light. GenslerAmplification.com. And then, when we do the show, Jay sings Honeybee. No, I sing Honeybee. Yeah, That's what I meant. Honeybee. That's yeah. totally what I meant. I, I originally had Wildflowers and Honeybee and uh, Time to Move On. And I, and, and I was like, okay, Jay, you can have Wildflowers. I love you. Yes, you can take that one. But I, I'm not going to give you Honeybee, though. <laughs> No way, and that's <laughs> and that's another me. that's another rocker, right? Yes, as it, Dave Grohl would say, it's a barn burner. Uh huh. And it's one of the ones that most like really sounds like it was just like just even right. how it starts like just whatever Tom says in the very beginning like honey bee and right bee right 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 see. and um <laughs> honey but it just it, that one bee. sounds just like it's all everybody like all right here we go ready right. one like in the room yeah press record let's go. Mm. It's a ripping song. That that's was, that's another one that sounds so simple to play, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But like how it all comes in that just that what Throne does it's not yeah it's not a simple tune right? Even though it's literally a blues jam right right. The fun story about that one was uh, that was the first time when um, when Tom Petty did it on SNL he asked Dave Grohl to come sit in because for some reason I don't think Ferroni could do it or maybe Stan Lynch didn't want to do it. And so he had uh, Dave Grohl come and play. Sweet. And he said that was the first time I've been excited to play drums since Kurt Cobain died. Ah, wow. Was wow. to go play with Tom Petty. On, and he's like, hell yeah. He called, he's like, Tom Petty called? He's like, you couldn't get a good drummer? He's like, yes, <laughs> I'll do it immediately. I'll do it, yes. <laughs> Yet another cool thing on that dude's resume. Yeah. Right. Add it to the fucking list, that guy. Um, I love the palate cleanser of Don't Fade On Me. You do that song. Yes. Beautifully. Oh, I thank you. And I like that you uh, do that solo. Solo with you and an acoustic. Yeah. So good. It's a great tune. And super visual again. Um, I don't know what you mean. I know. Well, that's one of the ones. Cause this this record was so like heavy on emotionally for, for Tom Petty yeah. after like the documentary and like the interviews of everything like this this tune really seems to like really touch on that just so personal mm. and it's but it's such, like you said it paints such a picture and yeah fucking beautiful beautiful that's you so kill good. it yeah 
Oh, thanks, guys. So, listener, oh, if you come for anything. <laughs> so, yep. what was? When did you know that you liked this album? I'm gonna pause the thing for a second, if yeah. that's okay. Yeah, but like, it was recently. Well, it was one what it was four years ago or five five years ago. I think I I must have heard a song and I I don't maybe it was crawling back to you and I was like oh I remember that uh, song and I you start to you know I put whatever pulled okay. it up and I was like holy shit why don't I know this record and I mean every tune was a surprise I mean every every tune there's no two songs alike right, right. and I love those kinds of records uh, sonic differences and instrumentation differences but yeah it was like i don't know four or five years ago it was it was it wasn't that long after that you had the idea to do this record right we had we had the party or you had a party well the three of us were sitting under a rain in the rain in a gazebo and i remember we what were we doing (laughs) (laughs) why were we there holding hands and comforting each other i do not remember this at all but go ahead (laughs) but uh we were all probably well into a little bit of the the whiskey and um we were talking like the just that usual conversation that comes up is like desert island records yeah and the first thing all three of us said was tom petty wildflowers that is the first thing i would ever think of like i want that record on desert Island. yeah and uh and we pretty much quickly said that and we were like why don't we all play that tune like yeah. play that whole record yeah. and then that's the that was the impetus of the project yeah i'm really glad i was at that party if it was a party or Under that, that gazebo, gazebo. the gazebo Without the gazebo, where would we be? Um, so that's when I that's when I found it. I don't know. That's amazing. I don't remember exactly, but then it was like I couldn't stop listening to it. So what I wonder is like what what sometimes when someone recommends a book to you and you don't read it for five years mm-hmm. and then you finally get around to it and you're like, I probably wouldn't have gotten this five years ago, but it hits mm-hmm. me right now perfectly. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like sometimes is like you got it late, but it was at the right time. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. hard on me. Don't be that hard on yourself. Hmm. But Who sings that one? Do you sing I that do. One? Yeah. 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 So this is when... The, <laughs> originally, this is where, this is where I went... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the point of the show when Matthew and I take a break. <laughs> and I was stoked, like, because uh, at first I remember we all... Because there's 15 tunes, there's three of us, and we were like, all right, everybody pick five tunes, pick your five top, and we'll right. figure it out. And I was late. I think I was late to the that thread. <laughs> it was much just like all right this is what we're doing i was like all right what's left what's left oh, but no. it, it really made me fall in love even more so with tunes that are like it's like the not b-sides but like mm-hmm. just kind of the deeper yeah, tracks deep, off deep it. cuts yeah yeah and this one is another one too in particular that you can tell is just like he was heartbroken mm-hmm. like and and it's it's a really really cool tune again very beatles-esque again mm-hmm. too mm-hmm and uh yeah, Jay Poole, the the solo in this tune is is really really cool and Jay Poole does it all the justice it it, it needs mm. uh ca- a cabin down below yes that's you too mm-hmm. yeah but basically baby. the next four tracks this is the, this is the rock block the middle, of Jay. yeah yeah <laughs> that's it that's it Cabin Down Below is uh, like up up there with that honeybee kind of like blues rocker that also, again, it sounds so simple, but yeah. there are certain nuances of just like, no, don't hit that minor third where you think it should be. Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. God. And what is a minor third? It's, it's, uh, is it in there? Is it good? Oh, it's in there. Oh Christ. Oh yeah. 
I'm so bad at music, you guys. <laughs> but I love I love the the B section in it, like that. The you and I saying like that. I've been moving yeah for such a long, long uh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's total Come Beatles. On, slide a little closer. Baby. Right, right. Oh, so good. That's your mind. It's so. It's such a and it's it's so like Tom Petty again like that like cheeky. He does. He has a sense of humor within, like mm-hmm. he's like heartfelt. or like just rocking things, and it's, you could tell that he's just having a good ass time. Yeah. Well, I've had my eye on you for a long, long time. Watching everything you do, baby, you're gonna be mine. record too it's fun so good there's so much space for them right which is awesome because we love harmonies did we already talk about to find a friend we i mentioned it about the it's really complex and but it doesn't sound like it Mm -hmm. i play this song ever since we started doing this that that was my favorite song that like my favorite take from i play it almost at least three four times a week really that shows when i'm playing yeah it says friend in it. it Right. Which is <laughs> exactly. one of your themes. <laughs> a little, tra- little, little bit of a trademark. <laughs> to find a friendly friend. <laughs> I know you've said that before. <laughs> Did I tell you I love you guys, by the way? <laughs> no. That's my friendliest. Noticeably, no, you have not yet, but I love you too. <laughs> Higher place. I love this tune. This was the, the one that I didn't expect to, to dig on as much. Yeah. Or just was just kind of like, oh, I, I'm I, wasn't as familiar with yeah but it's just so so that in the the middle section the we gotta find the higher place. yeah oh yeah oh yeah we do like a big yeah. harmony thing mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. yeah it's like a breakdown big vocal yeah chorus choir kind of thing love it uh i love singing house in the woods mm. i love playing lap steel on that too. that that is such a fun it's right at the top of my register and um, it's just so fun. It's just a, a awesome rock and roll tune. Um, I love the changes. It's just one of my favorites. The drums are so rad. All the fills and yeah, that just yeah, yeah. And the ending too, like the crescendo of the end of it is yeah. I love playing that tune. Uh, and then it, then we go to Matthew. Matthew sings "Crawling Back to You," mm-hmm. which is one of my if not my favorite song on this record i think it's the best one yeah i don't know why there's something about the the group like the the groove the piano Mm -hmm. just the feel of it roy crushes this song Mm -hmm. we play it live and i can't it's really hard to stop Mm -hmm. playing right right because it's like i could just play these 
three chords right four really but like you end on the one you know so it's and it's just i could all day yeah it's just it's such a satisfying yeah perfect groove um but yeah something about the lyrics and even the way he says them yeah you know the visual going back to that visual aspect that one, one the one verse of just like it was me and my sidekick right right he was drunk. I was, that was sick. Oh Indian shot out the light. Right. Just like a, you see it. Right. You see it it's all the, so definitely vividly. Super and in visual. that LA kind of, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful, but dirty and rad. I was flying into LA when this song came on, when I was listening to it and it just all made complete sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I love how he says Los Angeles. Right. 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 And then we end with wake up time. It's wake up time. And we all split verses, and it's a, it's a rip-roaring good time. Time to open up your eyes. It's, it, that, it's also your like eyes. a sleeper. You know? So good. That's a piano song. Mm. That, I love how each verse like has like... Um, like the, they're all s- similar, but it's, it is like a, like a cool story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, like I, I keep, keep saying it over and over, but the visuals that each all these songs give me, and they each have like a different color, have a different vibe. Mm-hmm. I keep saying it. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I get no visuals from anything. Wait for it to kick in. We already gave it to you. I did one of those. I did one of those uh, personality profile tests, and I got like five percent visual, five percent touch, and ninety percent audio. Hmm. Wow. So my brain just doesn't really, I mean, I can see, I can walk around and not bump into stuff, but that's basically the extent of it. I, it I'm getting no visuals from anything on this record and it's really upsetting me that you guys are. <laughs> so, and then, you know, so we run the record down and then we throw in, you know, another, another set of Tom Petty hits. And, um, which ones do we do? Are we telling everyone? I think we keep it a secret. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Some big, big mind, hits. Yeah. I wouldn't mind like possibly looking in because like that whole all the rest thing mm-hmm. that got released. There's some like because it was supposed to be a double record. Right. It was going to be Crazy. thirty tunes. Jeez. I'm going to sound like a bad fan. They made the right choice. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I agree. This fifteen, this it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Like it. And some of those that didn't make it. Mm-hmm shouldn't have made it no right right there are some that are on there like the somewhere on somewhere under heaven yeah is but it, again it doesn't and maybe it's just because how ingrained this record is in just my right my life that if that song was on there i don't know where it would fit mm. like, i don't know where where it would even sit within that that's an interesting topic too like how the record plays out mm-hmm. you know and and I love the opening statement of Wildflowers. Like, that kind of sets the tone. But every tune takes a very different thing. It, and again, it never, it doesn't, this record doesn't lull anywhere, you know? Even, um, even songs like like uh, Only a Broken Heart, like just how it kicks in. It's mm-hmm. just like, dun, 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 right. it's just right there coming out of right. um, that outro of if I, right. To Be King. You know? Right. I think if they had put, I think the only thing, if they had, if they had shoved walls in there somewhere, maybe, maybe mm. after only a broken heart and before honeybee, hmm. it could have 
worked and we w- we would have thought oh yeah there are 16 songs on wildflowers mm-hmm. mm. i don't know that one's a great song though so we'll we'll sprinkle in some some little niblets there after after we do the wildflowers record but um friday uh may 13th um come join us it's at santan gardens which is uh located at 495 east warner road in chandler just up the road from the original santan brewery correct uh join us find tickets at santanbrewing.com forward slash events tickets are on sale there's like a vip situation and then there's a schmo situation i recommend the vip situation uh, but please join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Matthew, Jay, thank you very much for joining me. Welcome back to the podcast, which is something that not a lot of people hear from me. Uh, we're the first ones. If you are listening, though, go right. back through the log. It's season five. We're in season five. Season five. That's right. Come on, man. Take, go listen to Jay's and, and Matthew's and, and uh, you know, relive the love and uh, the good times. And oh, my. Ah. Who, who do you got coming up on some of the upcoming episodes? Um, well, your bandmate, Matthew Ma- Henderson. Matthew Henderson. Oh, my. Um, Emerson Laffey, uh, Dominic Amato. Um, and then I got some things. That don't worry about it. I'm just saying. I got some shit coming, babies. Come on, going big. I'm swinging for the fences, bitches. <laughs> anyway, um, join us Friday, May 13th, uh, Tom Patty's Wildflowers Tribute at Santan Gardens, 495 East Warner Road in Chandler, Arizona. Get tickets at santanbrewing.com forward slash events. Gentlemen, thank you. I love you guys. Love you. Love you. Love See you. Ya. Love you. I'm glad we found. I found you as friends. Me too. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. All right, weird uh, ending chord. 